it sounds. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> sounds hot water. Sorry. Yeah, it's never good the second time. What's the second time? <laughs> what happens? Because like, that the first happens at my I made house was too. Delicious this morning. I make them the exact same way every single time. I think I do too, but I but, I obviously don't. Something happens in that second pot. Something happens in the <laughs> second pot. <laughs> These are their stories. The usual, sir. Please. Even after 500 plays, our high fidelity tape still delivers high fidelity. It's worth it. That was way too fast. And pretty fur- way too a little bit too furious. Are we going? Yeah, we were, but I messed that all up. Uh, there's this whole thing about two nobodies and what they're watching, and just this is probably someone's first episode. You Steamrolled that. Spiel. Yeah, I messed up. Uh, two nobodies discuss the master works of a master carpenter, and we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the way you project your coughs is like <laughs> like. I'm like trying to not shoot it directly into this mic, yeah. So you don't have to hose it down with Lysol afterwards. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever going to use that, but you, um, unless Charles Barkley comes on the show, crunchy tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't returned any of my postcards. <laughs> Probably because you're sending them to one, two, three, four, <laughs> Charles Barkley Lane. I thought that's where he lived. Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I had this idea for a sketch one time about. It's so dumb. Uh, it was just about a guy who would start a business, but he refused to advertise online because the internet was a fad. Right. He would only advertise in uh, the phone book because phone books are making. He was like, <clears throat> everybody gets one. That was the whole premise that I, I had. Right when I see it in my driveway, I go outside and pick it up and put it directly into the trash can. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. Actually, I let it sit there until it gets bloated, and then I... <laughs> <laughs> to kick it into the street, and yeah. it's the city's problem. Yeah. Well, it's like that uh, It's like that stupid little free paper they toss around here. Like, oh, my folks love that. I wish... Well, I'm glad people do, but I wish I could opt out of getting it in my driveway every I, single day. We never day. get it. Oh, we get it constantly. And then I leave it out there, and then the city leaves me a note about trash, and I'm like... Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely happened. Pick up... There was like a list of things, and the one thing they marked was... There were two things they marked. I used to leave my... They wouldn't have done this, but I used to leave my trash can at the road just week long. Yeah, that's a big no-no. 
here's the thing. Who wants that next to their house? It stinks. Oh. And we have to put it out there anyway. Well, it's city property, and they don't want like anyone to jump the curb and hit it and destroy it. I guess. I mean, I'll give them the 30 bucks. Uh, <laughs> the stern face. <laughs> give them the 30 bucks. So anyway, so they, they, I got two warnings on the same slip. They marked... I put uh, it in your mailbox? They stuck it on the, on the, the trash, trash receptacle, yeah. Oh, wow. And they moved it to the middle of my driveway, so I had to stop in the middle of the road and move it so that I could get into my driveway. <laughs> they could have just that done is, the courtesy and pulled it up to your house and no, went to all that trouble. That is Tom Petty. Uh, <laughs> no, anyway, so it said... You know, put your trash can back where it goes, you bitch. <laughs> or else. <laughs> yeah. Um, we know where you live. And, uh, uh, <laughs> obviously. And the other check mark, there's like a list, it says leaves news, left newspapers <laughs> leave in driveway. Nudes. Yeah, left newspapers in driveway. It's a specific, I guess, because it happens so often, they have a checkbox for it. They kick it into the street. That's and I'm their like, problem. You need to send this letter to the people who just leave it. Uh, I don't want that. I get all I get all my news from the back of the Lucky Charms box, just like the rest of America. Oh, like all those crossword puzzles and mm-hmm. shit. I'm just like Leprechaun, <laughs> celestial being in the sky, <laughs> star. Mm. Um. Today we are talking about. Did we introduce ourselves? Yeah. Okay. Remember, because I fucked it all up, and then we had to do it again. Ah, I don't remember saying my name. <laughs> yes. Um. Today we're talking about Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, how would you describe this movie to a person who's never seen it? Like if they were like, hey, what's this Big Trouble Little China movie all it's about? It's a modern day uh, kung fu western sci-fi flick. Yes, that is pretty descriptive. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, my wife stumbled in on like bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And she was just like this movie is ridiculous and I said yes but it's very fun yes like it's a giant cartoon um and let me just start off saying that this would be number three of my John Carpenter's movies Halloween uh, The Thing Big Trouble wow let me tell you how much I love this fucking movie alright let's do I it I like it a lot oh I love it I thought we were about to go for a good ride. night everybody <laughs> I'm sorry it was a quick trip. <laughs> no, I mean, this whole this is why we're here to discuss the movie. I'm just yeah, saying up front. No, I enjoy um, this movie. I enjoy this movie too. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't made my full list, but I, I would bet this is high. Mm-hmm. Um, just for a lot of reasons that we'll talk about, but um, it is, uh, it is wacky. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, and I think okay, so we there's different periods of the career. And John so, Carpenter did not write this. I thought he did, he not. did but it, it it was a it was floating around for a while. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so the first period of the Carpenter career is like um like the first films we covered, so like Assault, Halloween, Dark Star. Sure. Uh <laughs> <laughs> No, but like it's Dark Star is kind of its own thing. And then you can see like there's this kind of um you know, through like the next five movies after that, that's kind of like one period of time. And then Starman is kind of its own thing too. Like he kind of tried his hand at you like call a main Starman the uh, another era. Well, Starman of another era. Well, Starman 
Yeah, it kicks off the next era, but I don't think it's really part of it. Because Starman is kind of like outside the wheelhouse. He's like, let me take what I do it's and the apply it to... That allows him to kick off this new era. Yeah. he kind of So he takes what he does and he applies it to a mainstream type story. Basically, he makes E.T. Yeah. And um, Jeff Bridges gets nominated for an Oscar for it. And uh, John Carpenter gets a lot of credit for that. And so now he kind of has now he's like in the he's always been in the he's always been in the studio system like since like the thing, but um, now he's kind of got like some muscle, and he immediately uses that muscle to make three really weird movies. Yeah, this one, Big Trouble Old China, and then next is Prince of Darkness, mm-hmm. and then after that is They Live. I would say, and this is my opinion. These three movies are the peak of John Carpenter's like filmmaking prowess. Like everything he's learned, he throws into three of the weirdest movies I've ever seen, and they're so different from each other, mm-hmm. each one of them. And this is the first one. So this is this like I mean, this is like if he had made Escape from LA next, like after Big Trouble Little China, they probably wouldn't have cut his budget. They probably would have let him do whatever he wanted because I feel like Big Trouble Little China is the studio just like here you go John just whatever like whatever you want we got it this probably weird been script a lot darker too definitely because uh, he did all that out of spite for cutting this budget he made mm-hmm. it goofy so I just when I was watching this I was like it is so well made where he's just like I think he's just at the height of his power mm-hmm. I think he's just like now this is and I can see where he got this script and he was just like, yes, I'm making this movie. Yeah. Like, it's just everything. It's got that It's got that Western vibe. And I bet he brought all that with him. I bet the... Oh, of course. Because he I'm, said when he read the uh, script, uh, it reminded him of uh, Howard Hawks yes, Westerns. of course. And <clears throat> from the beginning of his career, like, that's... that's uh, Howard Hawks is like one of his guys, you know, his inspirations. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So it's definitely. So I looked up the guys who wrote the script, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know their names off the top of my head. I'll get their names. I'll be professional here. Hang on. Do it. But uh, the one one of them, <clears throat> there's two. So what I'm guessing is, uh, first versions of the screenplay was written by first time screenwriters Gary Goldman and David Z. Weinstein. I think Gary Goldman also wrote Total Recall. Hmm. But it was uh, adapted by W.D. Uh, Richter, mm-hmm. which is the guy who directed Buckaroo Banza. Oh, nice. So that's where all the weirdness comes from. That makes absolute sense. And uh, apparently it was rushed out because um, The Golden Child was in production, too. Ooh. And they wanted to beat it. Yeah. Because you know, it says here that they have a similar vibe. I would say so. I would say the Golden Child and Big Trouble Little China would be a fun double feature. Golden Child's way never more seen for- Golden Child. Um, it's wacky. Oh, I'm aware, but um, I've never seen it. It's I'm- more forgettable. I like this one a bit more, but um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a good time. But yeah, this movie is um, first of all, if you have a movie like this. I think you have to bring in Kurt Russell because mm-hmm. he can just kind of sell Jack Burton. Like, I, 
of all the Kurt Russell Carpenter characters, I forgot how much I love Jack Burton. Like I always I always go for like McCready or Snake or Elvis, obviously. But uh <laughs> No man, I forgot how much I love Jack My Burton. My favorite fictional character is Elvis. <laughs> it's Elvis. No man, like right at the top of the movie when they're in the airport and those guys pull the weapons like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. His reaction is where the hell did you get those? Yeah. Like I laughed so hard. The best thing about Jack Burton is that he represents the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's along with the ride. With he's along for the ride with you. He's he's looking at all the shit, going, "What the hell is this?" Yes, he's I mean, he literally says that out loud a lot. And also, he represents the American audience seeing a foreign film saying, oh, I would have handled it this way. I would have just went in there with a gun and started shooting up the place. And then he does it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and he yeah. also is the Han Solo of the of, of the course, movie. With his uh, tank top tucked into his jeans. Yep. So adorable. Um, rocking that mullet, too. I oh, love, yeah. I love everything about Jack Burton and the Porkchop Express. Yeah. Um, you know what else I love about him? Like right, the movie opens, well, the movie opens with that old man. But like the first time you see Jack, is he's driving and he's talking into that CB radio, and, and he's, he's just telling stories to whoever will listen. It's basically Twitter. Like I, I, had, yeah. I was looking at Twitter while I was watching it, and I was just like, I'm doing the same thing right now. I'm just saying stuff that nobody cares about. Yeah, pretty much. And. Um, <laughs> And, uh, but he's like kind of talking himself up too. He's like, you know what? I he's doing this like really close to his John Wayne impression the whole time as well. Yeah, that's what he said. He was mimicking John Wayne the whole time. But he's really like he wanted that pompous American stereotype, and that's what he's doing. He's telling everybody, he's like, well, you know what I'd say to them, blah blah blah. You know, he's you know just what like Jack Burton says, yes. And Who then was when that? He, <laughs> When he finally gets in a situation where he has to, he's just like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. it's I I like that turn quite a bit, mm-hmm. and this jumps way ahead. But my favorite line in the entire movie, like I was in stitches, uh, was um, when he's talking to them and he's just like, "I want to know what's going on here," and they're like, "You want the truth?" And he's like, "I can handle it." And then that guy just goes, "We don't know." <laughs> and that was like. <laughs> <laughs> This moment built into nothing. It was just, I love that so much. But the the script is a ton of fun, dude. It is it is a live action cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place, but yet it makes perfect sense. Yes, <laughs> a good script like creates rules for its world and mm-hmm. then just sticks to them. And this one does that perfectly. Like, so uh, the movie starts with like this lawyer. And uh, he's talking to this old man, and he's, like, trying to get him to, like, talk about Jack. Like, where's Jack? Where'd Jack go? And this old dude's like, you leave him alone. And he's like, well, tell me your version of the story again. And uh, he's very skeptical about magic being real. Mm-hmm. And then the old man conjures some sort of, like, electricity magic. Mm-hmm. And that's the... You know right off the top, you're like, oh, wow, magic is real in this mm-hmm. movie. And here we go. <laughs> It's a movie about a sorcerer. Yeah. And uh, and then you meet Jack. He's your everyman. He's just a truck driver in his truck called the Pork Chop Express. Mm-hmm. It says Holland Ass on the front of mm-hmm. it. One of those naked girl logos. 
And uh, he's in Chinatown. Like, San Francisco. Yeah, drinking. I, I and, when I hear Chinatown, I automatically think San Francisco because it has like the most famous Chinatown. Does it? I didn't know that. I, I guess. I mean, I automatically just go to San Francisco. <laughs> I've been in other Chinatowns. I've been in one in Philadelphia, and Toronto. they looked very similar. I was in, yeah, that was Viet, That was like little Vietnam that we were in, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. There was a Vietnamese <laughs> restaurant, so... Anyway, little, v- little Vietnam, a little beat, <laughs> um, beat town, and basically we just see him like gambling and drinking with some friends, and you know, winning all their money, and and that's where you, you meet the other uh, protagonist. Yeah, what's his Wang. name? Wang. I thought <laughs> I thought that was his name, and then I doubted myself, and I was like, is Fun it fact. racist if I think that's his name? <laughs> no, uh, they're going with a lot of stereotypes in yeah. this movie just for fun. Um, fun fact: Wayne was originally supposed to be played by Jackie Chan. Oh no way! Mm-hmm. And uh, he turned it down. Really? And also, Jack Burton was uh, offered to uh, Clint Eastwood and Jack Nicholson, and they turned it down. Well, I could see Clint Eastwood playing this. I could see Clint. He turned this down. Was this after the the orangutan movies? Yes. Well, come on. He could do funny. He did every which way that loose and uh, every which way you can. What well, he could totally do this, but he I'm did. glad he didn't. I mean, I'm glad no one did. else that can play this. But no, no, I Jack was perfect. Jackie Chan. I mean, he later was like, "Yeah, I'll do Rush Hour." And I'm just like, "Why?" I think I, this probably would have been one of his first American outings because uh, he was trying to be taken more seriously. But I think some of his. Um, movies that were released in America didn't do well, so he was all like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't want to go over there. No one knows who I am, and I'll just bring it on down." Well, that but the been guy who they cast, I like this guy was he he was in a ton of like martial arts films and shit. Yeah, and he's in uh, he's in our next movie too. He's in Prince of Darkness. He is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I should probably know his name. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you know I always that guy. have the Wikipedia up. When Dennis we do Dunn. Yeah, Wang Chi. Yeah, Wang Chi. Um, and uh, Victor Wong is uh, Ex Shin. Yes. The good sorcerer. And you'll see him again in Prince of Darkness. Yes. And you'll see him in Tremors. Oh, yes, he is in Tremors. <laughs> oh, I love Tremors. Uh, and James Hong is in this movie. Now, if you hear that name and you're like, I don't yeah. know who James, Hong, James yeah, Hong is. you know who he is. He's the Chinese guy in, in everything. everything that's ever been made. I checked. He has 423 acting credits on IMDb. He's still in stuff, and he's yes. like 80-something years old. Yes. You've heard his voice. You've you seen his he face. Is. He's everywhere. <clears throat> um, I was like, let me scroll through this IMDb to see like what exactly, and it's just it's too much I don't to have eight get. hours to No, to do it's that. crazy. But yeah, uh, he plays our villain, Lopan. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, the beginning plot of this movie is just really like, and it's quick too, because they know... Introducing everyone. Yeah, they know they got to get they got to get you going. Straight to the point. Yeah, so... To the point, no faking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wang loses money to Jack, and uh, he says he doesn't have it on him. So Jack's going to follow him. He says he has to go to the airport. And then Jack's like, no, I'm going to take you because he doesn't trust him not to pay up his gambling debt. Yeah, they're gambling in the seedy underbelly of Chinatown. Yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> Maybe. Shrug. <laughs> Chinatown, USA. Yeah. Um, 
And so he's like, I'll drive you to the airport. So they get in the car. I don't know why it was Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, you old savings and load. Um, (laughs) I thought you said you old Satan. (laughs) Uh, That's my wonderful life. Um, (laughs) Merry Christmas, you old Satan. (laughs) So they go to the airport, and the whole way there, he's like, I'm picking up this girl. I'm going to marry her. She's got green eyes. A Chinese girl with green eyes. Yeah. Extremely rare. Yes. Um, I get the movie told me that, so Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that's true. Uh, Yeah, I don't think Asians have different color eyes. I think they're all brown. Really? I'll have to consult a uh, scientist. Yes. I'll get back to y'all. We do have a scientist on the payroll. Yeah. Um, Dr. Science. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Name like that. (laughs) Uh,. He's off with Superman's fighting crime right now. <laughs> I hate myself so much. So, um, <laughs> just so much self Doctor Science! Um, so they get to the airport, and then uh, Jack sees, uh, what was Kim Cattrall's name? Grace, um, Grace Law. Grace Law. And she's a lawyer. Yeah, Gracie Law. Yeah. And uh, she's got, she gets a lot of really fun dialogue in this movie. Like, she's good in this movie. She is. She's, she's usually great. super annoying in everything she's in. Um, I like her. <laughs> Where to stand? Uh, the uh, line has. I, I been find her wrong. annoying, but she's uh, good in this. Yeah, I like her. And she delivers the, uh, she just deliver, they give her like the goofiest dialogue, but she really delivers it like a, you know, like a, I don't know, almost soap opera-ish, but yeah, like it's very over the top. It's very fitting for like the insane the movie because because just watch the movie. It's yeah, you got to. Insane. We're gonna describe some of it, but when you see it, it's bizarre. So uh, he's checking her out, and then uh, these these thugs start like coming through, and they like bump into Jack, and mm-hmm. she's what was the name of that gang? Do you remember um, something I, Death Gang? I, see, I didn't You're take. Right. I, should, I didn't write I anything down. Um, the Asia Death Gang, Lords of Death, Lords of Death. Yeah. How could I not remember that? That is so great because it's so simple. <laughs> it's just some black metal name. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the Lords of Death, and uh, they are there basically to kidnap um, this green-eyed Asian girl. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jack kind of like inserts himself into that situation because Wang is his homeboy, and he's like, "Hey, you can't have Wang's girl." And then, um, <laughs> so they kind of start to fight, and that's when that moment happens where they just they just pull weapons out of nowhere. <laughs> that's what he's like. Where the hell did that come yeah. from? And uh, they make quick work of him, and uh, so they chase this gang. They get the girl, and they take off with her, and they chase them. Uh, into Chinatown and so they're driving the Pork Chop Express down into this alleyway and like a like a war breaks out between rival gangs the between Lords these, of Death and the other gang the good guys yes these rival like they're Kung having Fu a funeral gangs. for the, a fallen yes. comrade and um they, they're in the middle of this gang turf war yes that they're literally fighting back and forth and they're just sitting in a truck watching it happen and, and they're it, like what? <laughs> and it comes out of nowhere, and it's probably how many guys are fighting in the street? Fifty, at least. Yeah, there's just is is a massive kung fu battle. Yeah, and there's like some really great like 
chop like breaking arms yeah. and, like really great cheesy effects mm-hmm. it's it's so I'm trying good to find the name of the other gang the good guy gang there's a scene where uh jack is watching the fight and he just has like a like a buoy knife and he's just but he's not out in it he's watching from the cab of his truck yeah, and he's, he's just got holding this it. knife and he's I like when when um the uh the lords of death come up behind his truck and they like one of them like looks at the truck and just looks at him and just keeps walking and he quickly rolls his window up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's I when lo- he gets his knife out. Oh god, I love that. And I like that the gangs are not bothered by this truck. They they, and it's like he's not they're not even there. In the least. Yeah, this whole scene plays out in front of them until uh these wizards show up. Mm-hmm. And then so Thunder, the movie, lightning and rain. Yes. So the movie's already nuts. They look all, like Raiden because Raiden was based off of them. Mm, I was wondering, Kombat. although the hats are gigantic. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, these wicker hats that are as big as like a wicker table, just mm-hmm. on each of their heads. And so, in the middle of a gang war, in an alleyway, three wizards appear. Three, three demigods show up. Yes, and um, <laughs> they do this amazing move where they each have these like curved blades. And they front flip forward mm-hmm. and then just throw them. Yeah. And I feel like they could have just thrown them, probably. Or just but, shot uh, them with their powers. Yes. Instead of flipping and throwing knobs. <laughs> they each show off their powers when they arrive. Mm-hmm. And then they just do this little front flip knife kill. Um, it's really great. And Jack describes the scene later uh, as a... Uh, he said these guys showed up and did like some wire tricks. Yeah, which is, swinging by wires. Yeah, famously how like he was Kung talking to the insurance company because his his truck was stolen <laughs> during right. that that fight. He said, "Don't give me any act of God bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the pork chop express is just killing me. Um, yeah, so uh, now now Jack wants his truck back. Wang wants his girl back. And uh, so now they're now they're teaming up, and then Gracie shows up, and mm-hmm. she's just like, "I'm helping too." And uh, it's just well, she's she's tr- her and the reporter are trying to that's true pin the, Lopan down for all this gang um, gang and like uh, human trafficking human also. trafficking yeah because they sell girls like yeah. that's that's like a that's like the next little mission is mm-hmm. that they're going to go to the house where they're selling these women and Kurt Russell uh, basically just dresses up like one of his old Disney movie characters with like his hair swooped like, over. He, uh, the, in that scene, I was like, he would have made a great Superman because that's an uh, awesome Clark Kent. He would have made a great Superman. He would have. Let me tell you, Kurt Russell could have and can still do anything in my mind. <laughs> I don't think he works enough today, even though I know he was just in a giant Disney movie last year. But uh, Was he? Yeah, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, duh. Yeah. Um, Disney movie threw me off. But I I wish he was... I I wish we were going to that Kurt Russell well all the time. But you know what? Every time he gets a role, it's really cool. Like, I loved him in Guardians, and I really loved him in uh, I'll have to see if he's got anything else coming up. He should. Keep talking. He's Kurt the Hurt Russell. Um, So, yeah, he poses as somebody, like, that's there to, like, buy a woman... Yeah, and then uh, like all hell breaks loose, and the the demigods show up again because that's where obviously the kidnapped green eyed bride is being kept, and the wizards show up, steal her, 
now they've taken her to Lopan. And, uh, he does not have anything coming up. Oh. Sorry. Last thing was Guardians. Anyway. Uh, I, you know, still he, time. He probably doesn't need to work. No, he's good. And he's he's pretty universally beloved also, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's probably trying not to wear that welcome out. True. Um, as you know, in this day and age, if you don't like the right kind of toast, uh, people will turn on you pretty quick. Yes. Um, so uh, that's not to say that some people are legitimate, that some people aren't legitimately awful. But so you're saying there's pe- people are toastus? No, but I'm saying that like that bleeds over into a lot of things where you're just like, are we mad about this now? Like, yeah, I stopped paying attention to it because everyone's offended by everything. Yeah, so. I'm like, I'm offended by things that I think genuinely matter. But like, when somebody does something like so innocuous, and I'm just like that. We can't. We cannot waste rage on this. Can we please just let's let's go back? Like no one's no one's rights are being violated, so let's just move on. Like let's go watch Big Trouble in Little Time. Yeah, you know what? Oh, I, I, I guarantee some people would be offended by this movie. Also. Oh yeah, you're stereotyping Asian Americans. Uh, that's their fucking culture. These are like true like ancient Chinese, you know, folklore yeah. things that they're pulling from. Exactly. I'm sure they didn't come back in 1980s America and start a human trafficking ring to find someone to free their master of the curse <laughs> we don't know this we might have been know. based on actual events this might have been a documentary <laughs> Kurt Russell is Jack Burton yeah forgot his last name for his second. alias is Kurt Russell yeah uh, so once Lopin gets his hands on the brides then like his his plan is kind of revealed that he's his true form he's a 2000 year old dude and he's like <laughs> yeah a rotting away yeah, crypt keeper looking he, corpse in a wheelchair. He looks like the grandpa from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, with a beard. Yeah. And, uh, but he's, his master plan is, uh, he marries this green eyed bride and then sacrifices her to, yeah, the, the demon that put this curse on him. Yeah. And then he will so be, he can lift the curse and yeah. he can become a powerful, uh, sorcerer again. Yep. But and, he can go in ghost form and his sorcerer. Yeah, form and still do magic. Which, yeah, that's weird. I'm, I was wondering, but he can't touch anything. It's yeah, that's not true. part of the uh, corporeal realm. Hmm. I guess it's not enough for him. He wants to be. He wants to be flesh. He wants he to don't be want a to be real a magic boy. ghost. Hey, this is kind of like John Carpenter's Pinocchio. Yes. Hmm. Um. Let's <laughs> see what you did there, JC. Um. Yeah, so uh, it just so happens that Kim Cattrall also has green eyes, and then he figures out... But she's out, not uh, Chinese. I don't see where that works in. I guess it, any girl I with think he's, green eyes? Yeah, I think he's thinking that it's a... Well, the prophecy didn't state Chinese, but it was written... It's a there Chinese I go being prophecy. racist. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he's thinking this is a loophole, because he says, I'll marry them both, and then I will kill the white one. And then I'll keep the Asian one for myself. But the Asian one works. The curse is, is lifted. Spoilers. Yeah. He didn't uh, even do anything to, to Kim Cattrall. Yeah. So so now they're so now like Wang and Jack are teamed up with the did you ever find out what the other gang's name was? No, it didn't say they do that little L thing with Yeah, they say it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't said. remember. You just gotta watch it. Uh so now they're teamed up with them, and uh, they're going to save Wang's girlfriend and Jack's girlfriend, because obviously Jack and Gracie got a thing going on. And uh, 
there's definitely some uh, flirtation. Mm-hmm. Wayne also owns a restaurant, and his maitre d is uh, there helping him as well. <laughs> I love the maitre d. He's yeah. like he's the maitre d, and he's like among many other things. Yeah, it's like don't pigeonhole me, motherfucker. And him and the reporter have like a thing going on, but it's totally not important. Yeah, they they, they spend a lot. Of, they spend quite a bit of screen time on it too, but um, because well, they're just fun characters. They have yeah, some they good are. dialogue and stuff. This world is full of like all the characters are a blast. Um, let's the, see. the gang is called the Wing Kong. Wing Sorry, Kong. Sorry, I, I, I finally found it. No, that's fine. <clears throat> oh, we should open our own wing shop called Wing Kong. Oh man, it'd be like a giant gorilla holding wings. Yes. Yes. Hang on. Put pause. Let's do this real quick. Okay. Let me get a license. All right. <laughs> and we're back. Got it. Yes. Uh, wing 2019 Kong. Wing yeah. Kong. Wing Kong. And we'll have tons of like uh, Big Trouble Little China stuff there too. And King Kong. Yeah. Oh, this is all inclusive. Yeah. So you know what that means? No. I don't either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it includes everything. Um, man, they have those... Uh, did you get one of those giant Kong toys for this last movie? No, I want to. They're on clearance at uh, Hernando yeah. Walmart. Yeah, I saw them at a different Walmart, and they were like 19 bucks mm-hmm. now. But they were expensive. They before. were 25 Yeah, so... I, I'm eyeing it because I, was, I collect uh, kaiju stuff. Also, it looks cool. It's a good looking piece. It is. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if it goes down to like ten though, because I am ultimately. There's a ton than, of them at that Walmart, and yeah. I assume that they will go down. There's a ton of them. This one up the street too. Speaking of tangents, have you seen Dude, the upcoming Rampage toys from the movie s- Rampage? I haven't seen the toys. Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh-uh. Um, the toys are literally repainted King Kong toys. No, because way. it's the same company that. Nice. They just painted him white. That um. That trailer, uh, that trailer looked pretty generic, but um, oh, it looks fun! I want to yeah, see it. It looks fun. I, I um, eat shit up like like that. Yeah, it looks fun. It looked a little generic, but I'm, you know. I mean, I was a big fan of the game. I was too. I was. This was one of those battleship things where I'm like, why? But giant <laughs> monsters. Why? Yeah, giant monsters destroying cities are a bit more cinematic than. Battleships <laughs> making moves. Yeah, wasn't it uh, aliens? They yeah, had a fight they ended or up just being I never saw it. I didn't watch. it I'll either. never see it. <laughs> uh, and then you kind of you throw the rock in, and I like I like to watch the rock. I'm furious that Universal hasn't merged the Jurassic Park films and the Fast and the Furious films the way I've been pestering them to do. But uh, there's still time. Look, they've done everything in that franchise except go to space. If there's dinosaurs on the loose, there's only one team crazy enough to stop them. The Jurassic and the Furious. I don't know why. Mm. They love to make bad titles. I would love to watch The Rock punch a Triceratops in the head and <laughs> knock it out cold. Like Vin Diesel racing those uh, Gallimimus, those fast yes. little running dinosaurs. I live my life a quarter uh, century at a time or whatever. I don't know. A quarter <laughs> millennia at a time. Um, I'm into it. Ludacris riding a pterodactyl. <laughs> Tyrese could say something like, hey man, you're a rapper, not a raptor. <laughs> this movie writes itself, and I'm really upset. Is he a it, rapper in the movies? No, but it's a little... Like, little it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> they're fighting dinosaurs. Um, They'll make millions. <laughs> yes, it will, because everyone who loves Jurassic Park is going already. Everyone who and those Furious movies make bank, dude. Like, yeah, there's uh, people love those things. I've never seen any of them. Um, okay, so 
I saw the first one when it came out, and I was just like... Classic tangent. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to the movie in a minute. <laughs> the tang and the gent. Uh, so I... <laughs> I saw the first one when it came out, and it's like... <laughs> I saw the first one when it came out, and it's like, drag race movie. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then the second one was like, hey, another drag race movie. And the third one was like, hey, drag race in Tokyo with like some country bumpkin. And then oh, some, yeah, the Sling Blade kid. Yes. Right? And, uh, and I was, by the way, come on. He's like 30 years old. Get a voice coach. Like <laughs> This is all the charm. That's why they cast him. So you can have this sweetly retarded boy doing His isn't charming, stuff. though. He doesn't remind me of, like, True Blood. That guy from True Blood was like, he talked with that sort of, you know, plantation accent. This guy's just like, I, I'm going to drive a car. To burp, 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 burp. It's, I like cars go fast. Burp. It sounds fake. I thought he was faking until somebody was like, that's a Sling Blade kid. And I was like, oh, that was so cute when he was little. It just yeah. sounds gross now. And also... <laughs> sounds gross now. Yeah. Like, like <clears throat> you and I have accents, but I don't feel like they're do so... Do we? Yeah. We definitely do. Uh, I was told by someone in San Diego that I do not have a southern accent. And you, uh, I was very, very thankful for them saying that. Uh, you do. I do too, but ours I'll are do not it jokingly. No, I do too, but like, it, there's just some things that we say that just sound. They don't. I guess say, uh, oil is the big one because I don't that? say oil. I oh, say, you say oil. oil. I say oil. Yeah, I say oil. Um, <laughs> now it's all I'll ever hear. I gotta get my oil change. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll, there's I'll, just I'll words that change. like you just picked up that way, but I also understand like. I don't sound like uh, a member of the, like the blue collar comedy tour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, like that's fake. Like it is. Um, you know, so you you don't have to speak that way. And this guy, Lucas, whatever his name is, he doesn't have to talk that way. He could just spend a little time not sounding like, you know, he, I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> And then in the fourth Fast and the Furious movie... <laughs> Aliens, it's no, So by the time they get to the fourth one, they're like, hey, what if instead of drag racing, these were like action thrillers, and these guys, they're like they're like Mission Impossible movies at this point. Um, because why not? Because why not? Because people are interested in it, and so uh, I've seen all of these now, because I made except for the most recent one, um, which I will see, because in the trailer... They're driving on ice, and a submarine bursts up through the ice and shoots a torpedo. Was it the last one where they were driving, like, jumping roof to roof? I remember that, that in was, the trailer. Yes, that was seven. I was like, that looks cool. I want to see that. Just that, nothing else. So, in this one, there's a torpedo on the ice next to, like, a Lamborghini or whatever. Oh, is he in. drag racing a torpedo? No, it's, like, right next to them. And then the rock, like, opens the door he grabs the torpedo and like turns it and then it goes back and yes like the, superman yes <laughs> and i was just like i told i told uh, my wife when i saw the trailer i said that five minute trailer is the greatest action movie i've ever seen in my yeah. life well that's all you need to see absolutely but i did watch um so i did watch them all and five is the one that everybody was like freaking out about um that was like the first good one like quote unquote uh, it took four movies to form to get good. Yes, um, that was the first like, and it, it has it has a crazy like action set pieces in it, but I, I didn't think it was that great. Um, 
Six was pretty fun. Uh, seven, I think, was the most fun. I think that's the one James Wan did, the guy who did the Conjuring movies. Mm. Um, and it's it's it starts off. God, it starts off with this scene. <laughs> it's really fun, man. Welcome to Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, pod Fast and Furious. Um, it starts with a scene like the villain from the last movie is in the hospital because they jacked him all up. And Jason Statham is there, and uh, <laughs> the face so, you just made. <laughs> so you know, and he's his brother. So he's like talking to his brother, and he's doing that Jason, that Jason does, Statham. Does thing. Jason Statham play the brother in the hospital too? Like, is he playing twins? No. Oh, uh, I just I, that just popped in my head. I was like, should, he's playing that twins. Been really good. Even though a different actor played him in the last movie, they're like recast it. We need. To, um, and then their dad shows up, and it's Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. <laughs> just make it's up. an Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> Um, so he's talking to his brother and he's like I'll make them pay and then he leaves the hospital room Mm -hmm. and as he's walking out of the hospital a car comes in the hallway and picks him up (laughs) no but everything in the hospital is just like blown to shit and everyone's dead like he killed everyone on his way in to see his brother why because he's just a madman and so that they're setting (laughs) up those people need to take care of his brother Mm -mm, no (laughs) (laughs) he killed them all and so they're just setting up. They're like, "This is who they're dealing with this time." Oh, so he's the bad guy. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It, that one is pretty fun. That's the one where the the Rock is in a cast, and he's in the hospital because he got hurt. And then uh, he sees there's like explosions happening in the city. Does he break the cast open and there's a gun in it? No, but his daughter's there, and she's like, Daddy, "Does he flex in a cast break?" Yes. And <laughs> never he, seen this movie. I was just was the first two things that entered my head. He flexes, it breaks. He pulls it off and he looks at his daughter who's in the hospital room and he goes, Daddy's gotta go to work. And I'll <laughs> It's a they are so dumb and fun. Like they're not I understand why I understand why they're making money because people are like, I like fancy cars, I like explosions, I like hot girls. It has a lot of those same tropes. Like in every movie they race for some reason because they're like, Hey, don't forget this is what we used to do. And there's always like women in skimpy bikinis for like at least one scene. Um, cause they're like, Hey, we used to do this. Here it is. So, but I'm going to see the eighth one, uh, and nothing stopping me. It's been out for like two years now. <laughs> I'm going to get around to it, but, uh, hang on a second because I love the director whose name I forgot all of a sudden F Gary Gray who did mm-hmm. Friday and he's uh, doing Fast and Furious 8. Yes. He did. Uh, what else has he done besides Friday? Straight out of Compton. Mm. That was what got him the job. Ah, because uh, Straight Out Compton came out and made all the money, and they were like, "Well, let's give him Fast and the Furious," and then it was like the mo- the highest grossing one. Uh, so that's the one with like Kurt Russell in it and shit, right? Yeah, and Charlize Theron. Mm. That's the other thing. They get giant actors because that was my way of coming back. Into oh, sorry. Big, big trouble. <laughs> Well, we're in big trouble. Uh, no, we'll go back. But the, I don't even know how we got here. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but, you know, they just make these movies. Like, everyone's going to see them. So that's how they get, like, A-list actors to come mm-hmm. to come play in their universe. And that one stars Kurt Russell, right? Just like <laughs> Big Trouble Little China. Um, that wasn't clumsy <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't even remember where we left off, but uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, segways are weird. 
doesn't matter. Uh, so basically, now we're just, they're in Lopan's domain. Domain, and it's just it's just chaos for the rest of the movie. Like it's just a lot of labyrinths they got to go through. Yes, and, like sewer tunnels, and oh, there's a great line about. Kurt Russell asks that uh, as the guy says, "What's in that thing? Magic potion?" He said, "Yes." He's like, "Thought so." <laughs> he's like, "What are we gonna do? We gotta drink it?" And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Thought so." And it's like, "All right, let's go." And I just love the. Dialogue. I like they went to uh, Egg Shin's. Um, Egg Shin, that was his name. Egg Shin. Uh, they went to his where he lives, and yes. he lives in the firehouse from Ghostbusters. Oh, is that the same firehouse? Same exact set. Didn't even realize that. They, they even went down the pole. They went down the pole, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, I didn't even pick up on that. I saw the pole, and I thought about Ghostbusters. Uh, that was the firehouse. And then I got distracted thinking about, I wish Kurt Russell had been a Ghostbuster. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I didn't realize it, because I was just like, oh. But they go down below the surface, below the sewer, and they see, like, these weird trees and... All these, like this giant spider comes out and eats one of the gang members. It's amazing. And uh, they're they're walking over these bridges over this white milk stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, that's the blood of the earth." He was like, "Water?" He's like, "No, the blood of the, the earth." earth. He says, He's like, "Oil?" <laughs> like, the, how are you not no, getting this? <laughs> earth life essence. <laughs> um, what's that other creature we skipped over him? That that monkey bear thing? Yeah, he looks like a um, a messed out Ludo from the Labyrinth. He does. <clears throat> he also kind of reminded me of uh, who's the wolf from Ninja Turtles two? Uh, uh, Razor. Razor. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks lo- a lot like Razor. Looks a lot like, like, like real fucked up face. Yeah, he's just like. Well, the suit's great. The face doesn't move at all. Like no. there's no like moving part to the mouth. So. Uh, Oh, and God, there's some fucked up shit in this movie. Yeah. What was that Watcher thing? It was just the, a... The, the all-seeing eyes yeah, it was of just a uh, ball. Little Pan. It looked like Slimer with yeah. a lot of eyes on him. It was just eyes, and when it opened its <clears> mouth, <throat> it was another eye. Like, there's just... And it'd give all these little condescending smirks and stuff to yeah. him. Like, uh, he knows what you're doing, ha, 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 type shit. Yes. And then Wayne stabs him in the face. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a ton of, like, there ends up being just like a ton of creatures in this movie too. Yeah. Every like every ten minutes it takes another crazy turn crazier. Like yeah. it's like, oh, rival gangs, oh, wizards, oh, uh creatures, oh, immortal wizard gods, oh like it's just uh and you know, the set at the end really gave me like a Temple of Doom feel also. Yes. Um, it didn't really With look neon like it. Lights. Yeah, it didn't really look like it, but it just kind of. I I as I was watching it, I was just thinking of all the movies that you could double feature with it, and Temple of Doom I think would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't. Gosh, I don't really know what else to say. Like, it's just, well, they they go in the the climax where they finally get into the uh, where the ceremony is taking place where he's. Uh, sacrificing the girls to yes. the demon and uh one of them it takes effect and he becomes a, a man again yes so they cha- there's a big fight and um i like when they first come into their like they're like let's go get them because they drank that potion and they're like yeah we're feeling all right and um jack is at the doorway and he shoots his uzi up into the uh the air and it shoots the ceiling and the rocks fall and knock him out for half the fight <laughs> It's so great. God, that was fun. Yeah. 
I love this movie. And Wang has a um, a sky sword fight with uh, Rain. Oh, they're like they're jumping <laughs> back and forth in the air, and sword then, fighting. And there's a whole part where they're just like like um, horizontally mm-hmm. flying through the air, just like chopping at each other. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Um. God, there's so much going on in there's this There's a ton going on. It is um, nuts. The, the gangs are fighting, and um, Lopan runs off into his uh, office because it's all under like an office building type warehouse type thing. Yeah. And um, Jack corners him, and that's where he uh, Jack kills him. But he throws his knife at him, and he misses, and Lopan picks the knife up, and he's like, this is a nice knife, and he throws it at him. And Jack catches it and throws it right back and hits him in the head with it. It's, it's so ridiculous, great, dude. It is so. <clears throat> again, it's a cartoon. This is mm-hmm. a live action cartoon. Um, but but then they all to... face off with uh, the the big bad is dead. They have the, the girls and they're running out and they counter uh, thunder. Yes, which is the last of the no lightning was still there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. One of those it... demigods they run into him and uh, they defeat him and he gets mad and just balloons up and his face is all fucked up and he looks like a garbage pail kid and he explodes which one was he was he the one that like showed up earlier and he was like in a suit and he's like i can help yeah yeah that's him yeah Yeah, the big muscly dude yes yeah Yeah, it's crazy (laughs) he's the one that had the little blades that were like spinning on his hand right that was was, that was lightning oh okay that had those he had the big weird swords that they put together right. and it looked like a moon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's hard to God, it's so hard to like keep this movie straight cuz it's it's all over the place. Yeah, this is only the second time I've ever seen it, but uh I, I enjoyed probably it. Probably my 10th time, but I haven't seen this in years. Yeah. Probably since the last time I watched it with you. At, yeah, and that was back in the day. It's a decade ago probably. Yeah, it was over 10 years ago. Yeah. Um yeah, man, it's a it's a fun ride, and then I so, forgot how much fun this movie was. God, it's so good. Uh, you gotta like. Okay, so here's the thing about me. Um, I've gotten like way more critical of movies, like, and I don't know, I don't know when or how this happened, but like, I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't age. I, I guess, but I'm just like picking stuff apart the whole time instead of just like, just watching enjoying it. Enjoying it. Yeah, and everyone like you know everyone thinks they're a film critic, and but but I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm the audience, so I'm trying to like watch movies. Well, you're um, the everyman. I, I I would assume that the company would take more, um, take away more from what you have to say than professional critics who just do this all day every day. Yeah, that's true. But I I uh, but you know I'm just like I don't know like. I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just overly critical of stuff, and I kind of like. I was just like, oh, I used to really like movies and see <laughs> movies and enjoy them, and now like I still like a lot, but just so I'm trying to like watch things um, with that with that old mentality of just like I'm watching this to have fun, not to prove that I'm smarter than the people who made it. You know, like <clears throat> so I'm trying to. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find that again, and I think. Uh, I think I'm doing it, but you got to. You got to watch this movie. Like if you if you go into the movie trying to take this thing too seriously, like you're going to have a terrible time. Like um well it's 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 beautiful too cuz Dean Cundey's back. Yes, we I didn't even talk about that. But there's not any famous John Carpenter shots no. in it. 
There's not it's really. It's shot pretty some, straightforward. Yeah, there's some cool stuff. There is a great tracking shot whenever Wang and Jack are running through the back alleys mm-hmm. and they like run and then they stop and then they cut down another alley and like the camera just falls. Yeah. Uh, it's it's <clears throat> Dean Cundy is also. I mean, he's a fucking man. Is this he's the last? He's been gone the last two movies that we watched. Yeah, there was no Dean Cundy for Starman or uh, Christine. Christine, yeah. But uh, I don't. I wonder what he was doing in between. But um, is this his last John Carpenter I think this movie? Is, I think this is the last Carpenter movie that Cundy's on. Oh well, damn. Could be wrong. Let me verify that real quick. He may have done Prince of Darkness, but I don't. Oh yeah. By the way, this was released in July '86, and its budget was uh, twenty million dollars. It only made eleven. It was a bomb. Oh, that's upsetting. Let's see here. Dean Cundy. Oh, you know what? He was busy making Back to the Future. So, did he do Back to the Future? Yeah, absolutely. I did not did know Back that. <clears throat> He did Psycho 2. Yikes. Romancing the Stone. Yeah, I'm on his shit too. Oh, um, okay. So this is what happened. He he got... Project X. What is that? Mm, when did it From come 87. out? 87. Matthew oh. Broderick. Oh, it's that monkey movie yeah, it's in the space. Movie. <laughs> it's that monkey movie in space. No one, People will be vastly disappointed by that movie if they watched it with only that description of it. <laughs> the movie is about... Uh, Scientists who send monkeys into space, and then Matthew Broderick like helps break one out because he, you know, yeah. We don't. I don't think we ever actually see Matthew Broderick in space with monkeys. No, whatever. Dunstan checks in to. Dunstan checks into NASA. <laughs> oh, Dean Cundy did Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Roadhouse, mm-hmm. all the Back to the Futures, nothing but trouble. Yeah. Wow. He did Hook. Death Becomes Her, Jurassic Park, The Flintstones. Ooh. He did Casper. Ooh. Let's just go through all his credits real quick. From Boy, there is a wild... Apollo 13, Hunting, We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh, he directed that. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. The sequel, that's not the yeah, good one. Yeah, no, I know. Leave it to Beaver. Flubber. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Parent Trap. I assume that's the Lindsay Lohan one. Yeah, it would have to be at this point. Looney Tunes back in action. Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Um, He did Jack and Jill starring Adam Sandler. Oh, God, Dean. (laughs) That's about it. Anything coming up? I mean, he's got stuff. It's just stuff I've never heard of. Let me see real fast. Got something called Home Again. Oh, that was kind of a big romantic comedy with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Good for him. Oh, he's done uh, some TV. He's done some... um, Some TV? Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. He did the first episode. He did Scooby-Doo, Curse of the Lake Monster. I own that. It's good. Well. He did some West Wing. He did What Women Want. Yeah. And... You know what was this first one? Halloween? No, Beware the Blob. I guess that was a. I don't sequel. know how we let this amazing cinematographer fall off like this. Yeah. How do you do Jurassic Park? And then that's like, and every and flubber. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just like, why aren't? I guess because young people are using young cinematographers. But gosh, if Dean Cundy's alive and he wants to work, I'd be like, give me that guy. I want the guy who shot Halloween. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Was, well, I mean, he did just do that at home again. That was a pretty successful romantic comedy, too. So do they have a cinematographer on the new Halloween? Uh, I don't know. If they really want to catch that vibe oh, since they, read, they cast Nick Castle as Michael Myers again. I would shit my pants. Let's see. Halloween. I remember Halloween. But while he's looking that up, yeah, Jack, Wang, they all go and save the day and stuff is good times are had. And then the, the final scene, Jack's driving his truck. And he's telling his telling the story that just happened on a CB, and then you look, and that big fuzzy, messed uh, out Ludo monster is on the back of his truck. Yes, there, yeah, it just like pops. Leaving up. it open for a sequel. Oh, wouldn't it be amazing if they made it now? Big trouble in Little Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> there is no cinematographer listed for Halloween twenty eighteen. Oh, oh well, uh, hopefully we have a big announcement. Oh. My God, that would be awesome. That'd be amazing. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, they uh, got they went out doing, of the way to get Nick Castle. Yeah, they went. They got they got Jamie Lee Curtis. They got Carpenter doing the score. They got I I don't know, dude. They might they might be in talks. Who knows? I hope so. That'd be dude, great. That'd be amazing. Oh my God, you got to. Got you want to. It, you got to. You if you want it to be that authentic, you got to get Cundy. You got to. You got to do it. And he's not doing anything else right at the moment. No, <clears> man. <throat> uh, now my world's just so full of like excitement. Of hope. hope. Yeah. I found hope again. <laughs> Rebellions were built on hope, Doug, <laughs> as we learned in Rogue One. Um, <clears throat> yep, so... Big Trouble in Little China. Good yeah, stuff. Check I, it out. It's two thumbs up over here for me. Three. Whoa. <laughs> I forgot you had that third thumb. <laughs> That's how they shot magic. Low pan. They put their pinkies together. Oh, and yes. I love their that. Thumbs. It's like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and egg shin. Oh, and he had those crazy awesome fingernails, yeah. too, on his pinkies. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a wild movie, man. You guys got to check it out. It's fun. Super fun. I know it seems like we didn't discuss it that much, but it's... <laughs> Just like every other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's so visual. I Next is Prince of Darkness. Now... I feel like that one we'll be able to like really dig into. Oh man, I gotta watch that oh, like a couple times because yeah. it's real heady. It is dense. Um, I've only seen it once, so I'm gonna watch it again for this. But um, still yeah. having a hard time finding Invisible Man. Okay, so you can rent it on Amazon. For okay, like three cool. Bucks. I, I finally turned Amazon Prime on the, my TV, the streaming service. So I oh. might rent it. Yeah, you can rent it for three bucks. Okay. Um, you can I. Now Amazon, I saw I had two copies of the DVD this morning, and thirty dollars. Nope. Yeah, and there's no way. Uh, yeah, so I would rent. I'm gonna rent it for three bucks. And if you if you want to save your three dollars, you could just uh, we could just watch it together and then just do the show right after. Okay. Either way you want to do it, I don't Whatever care. Whatever you want to do. Um. Well, we got a couple movies to. Yeah, we've got a couple of really good ones. Oh, dude. Prince of Darkness, then and they, they live. live. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, this period of Carpenter is just like, he's like, I can make any movie I want now, and I'm just going to make the craziest movies. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. What is After They Live? Invisible Man. That's right. <laughs> and it that's seems like that's trying what, to hunt it down. I haven't seen it. I, went, I pulled the trigger and bought the uh, Scream Factory, They Live. Oh, it yes. just came in the other day. 
That's one I have. I haven't watched it yet, so mm. I've been I've been saving it. I thought I owned They Live. I don't, which is weird. I've seen it a million times. Yeah, I haven't. I think seen I had it. it on VHS. <clears throat> I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So, and by a kid, I mean it's a teenager. So yeah, <clears throat> I like it a lot. I'm excited. Um, I got another little tangent. Go ahead. Um, We're done with the main discussion. All right, <clears throat> now we can have fun. Now it's time for shooting the shit. Hey, um, I saw a list of the top 10 albums that were sold on cassette tape last year. Yeah, cassettes are making a comeback. They're making a comeback. Like, yeah. it's not huge, but it's... Uh, I see them a lot. Uh, Where are they at? I know that vinyl made a comeback, but vinyl well, sounds I see a, It's a lot of like underground bands that are doing it because cassettes are cheaper right now. But the, the price is going up because they're getting popular again. But... Um, if you don't know, I'm in a band and I play around and uh, I see a bunch of bands that we play with, like touring bands, and they have a bunch of cassettes and shit. Interesting. So, uh, I didn't know it's out there. I mean, I don't, I don't own a cassette player, so I wouldn't. Yeah, even, I don't either. Yeah, like, and also, like, I understand that, like, like I mean, my, yeah, I do. I have one on my big fancy. I have one of those fancy radios I got for Father's Day a couple of years ago. Oh, this you got like a rack a, system? A, yeah. <laughs> Sweet rack system. It's a um, record player, CD player, tape player, radio, all that crap. I yeah. think it has Bluetooth, Bluetooth and all that shit. Spotify. I mean, I think it's cool. So I know Guardians of the Galaxy, like, sold Oh, they released that on cassette? Yeah, both That's of them. Cool. Okay, so I have the numbers here. Volume 2, uh, mm-hmm. the, the newest one, sold 19,000 copies on cassette. Mm. And the first one sold 15,000 copies. And then the... You know, the cartoon has its own soundtrack. What cartoon? The Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. It comes on Disney. Oh, the X- Disney X- XD one? Yeah, it's called the Cosmic Mix. And they sold 5,000 copies of that. Then the Stranger Things soundtrack they put on cassette. They sold mm-hmm. 3,000 copies of that. This is where it gets weird. The Eminem Show. Eminem <coughs> um, M&M Show? Yeah. The rapper Eminem? Yes. Or the candy? No. The Eminem Show, which is a like four albums ago that sold 3,000 copies on cassette get as well coffee. keep talking yeah um the uh <laughs> Purple Rain has sold 2,000 cassette copies I'll have some more coffee as well as it should yeah but it's just crazy it's like Purple Rain like who's going out of their way to get a Purple Rain cassette oh uh, I'll take some more. Thank you, sir. Um, uh, the Kanye West album Yeezus sold 2,000 cassette copies, mm-hmm. and so did Nirvana's Nevermind album. These are just old cassettes that are just still out there in the world from the original release? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know, because, but they're, like, they're counted on this list, so somebody... Well, Those numbers are coming in from somewhere, sir, so that's why that's why vinyl made a comeback. Yeah, but see, I understand vinyl. I don't understand cassettes. I don't either. They don't. It was the like, worst sounding way that we listened to music. I think it wasn't the worst. Um, it wasn't, it, but it wasn't great either. But they wear out. So do vinyl. Yeah, that's true. But vinyl had a, like a richness to it. Yeah, like there's <clears> uh, there's some bands out today that. Their sound it sounds way better on vinyl because they're going for a vintage sound. Yeah, 
<coughs> the gift base their music better on vinyl, like rather than MP3s and shit. Well, MP3 is the worst way. Um, or wave or whatever the have whatever the that shit is. Um, I should know this. Flag band and all. Flag mm, files flag. are pretty big. <coughs> um, MP3s they're so small and this was you can blame Apple and I blame them for everything. Everything's compressed and it doesn't sound. Yeah, good they were like you can fit. 10,000 songs on here so we'll make them but at big. the worst quality <coughs> but really you should have only been able to carry around a thousand at like a bigger quality so we have like the best technology for recording music ever mm-hmm. and like we make like the worst sounding no way music. of hearing it yeah. yeah it's really interesting and now I stream everything on Spotify so I mean I'm part of the problem too but uh you know I don't know I, I wish I had the money to just like buy every album that I love I'm but, waiting uh, for the ultra cassette player where it plays the best quality <clears throat> yeah there's gotta be I saw Peter Peter has a pretty uh, his vinyl collection is growing mm-hmm. and I know that Billy and Michelle have a vinyl collection mm-hmm. um, I have a small one there's nothing yeah, to I don't write have, home about I don't, I don't have any I don't own I have boxes and boxes of CDs like giant boxes that are just like I keep the cases in them. I don't yeah. throw away the cases. All my actual CDs are in one of those giant books. I, I have like five book. or six of those books filled Good with Lord. CDs. I have I have a lot of music that I bought on iTunes uh, before Spotify, but I got I signed up for Spotify the day that it um, it the, dropped. Yeah, the day it came to America because it was big in like the UK. Oh yeah, and I'd read an article about. Um, this Netflix for music that was coming and I was a I was a believer man I, was, I, I, I don't know why it took me a while to get on the streaming services but <clears throat> I jumped on Spotify and I was hooked oh it's great and now they're now everything's on Spotify like a lot pretty of pretty much yeah. a lot of podcasts that I listen to are on Spotify and I'm yeah. like great they have a big giant podcast section now yeah everything's on there I wish we could get Carpenter Rants on there <laughs> you have to pay for it cause uh ew yeah that's gross. That's why my band's not on Spotify yet. Man, I didn't think you had to pay for the podcasts. I guess I no why idea. would why would you not? You do have to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. How much is it to put your music on Spotify? Depends on what service you go through. It, oh, it there's a there's a whole like digital distribution thing. Yeah, so they put it through all the all the service. You iTunes, pay, Spotify, yeah, you pay so much. And Google Play, gotcha. That's right. That I forgot. And so much a year. Yeah. You, um, I, and I'm cheap, so that's why. I mean, all my band's releases are on and cassette. We have, yeah, are on cassette. You should put one out and see what happens. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering how much that would cost. I'll look into it. We yeah. looked into putting it on vinyl, and that's expensive as shit. Yeah, I don't, that's, I don't that's know pricey. why vinyl made such a big comeback. Uh, I don't know. I think it was the... Here's the thing. Um, and it's the reason I buy, like, um, physical, like, Blu-rays still. Uh... I like owning, like, when I buy something, I like to have it there. I like to be able to touch it. Yeah. I like, you know, it's why I still buy books. It's why I still buy, you know, Blu-rays. I like I like to hold it. And I think, I, I imagine people feel the exact same way about vinyl. They they like to have it and hold it. There's nothing, I don't know. I own some digital movies. I own a lot of digital music from before Spotify happened. I don't think I've bought an album since. I have on our old podcast we used to do back in the day. Uh, I still have all those. They're all wave files, and it destroyed my phone's memory. But wow. not destroyed, but it hogged just, all of its memory. Yeah. They're still on there. 
Well, I gotta get those. Um, because I just want to hear my old voice and uh, from 2009 to 2014, we had a podcast where we just talked about random crap, pretty much like this one. It's this one. It's this exact podcast. It's this one with another person. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Peter brought me uh, a desk that he was getting rid of. I needed one for writing. Like an old school desk? No. It's just like, like the seat with the little yeah, thing that swings it's out. It's the plastic <clears throat> seat, and I have the. Put your books underneath it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my bookers. Mm. Uh, and he also brought me a binder, and in this binder was the script for the Those Guys movie. Mm. And I read it. It is terrible. I should have brought it. <laughs> the one you actually started filming? Yeah. The one right. we filmed one scene with you. Yeah, and then I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> in the script, the character's name is still Douglas because this is the one I had written for you. And mm-hmm. when you didn't want to do it, I just changed it to Dennis. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, all the all the pages still say Douglas. And man, it is, it is a, just a dumpster fire. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> it was like... It was a guy that had seen Clerks a lot, clearly, and was just like, I could do that. Yeah. But I didn't have a convenience store, so my character cleaned houses for money. And so there's so much dialogue about how many houses he had to clean throughout the day, and it's just... I remember that, yeah. Oh, man. You and I did film a scene, though, and it was hilarious. I mm. wish I had that. Does Dennis have that? Mm-hmm. Mm. I hope he still has it. You'll never get it. I'll never see him. <laughs> he has all my wedding footage too. I'll never. see He that. still never gave you that. No. Oh man, I had to bust his ass to to get it. our friend Dennis. He records music. He, he records. He shoots film. He, he's a jack of all trades, yeah. master of none, I guess. Yeah. But uh, he shot uh, my wedding, and it took like two years to get the footage from me. My wife just texted me and said, "Pretty sure I just heard two gunshots." Pretty sure you did. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the trend in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say gunshots are the cassette tapes of our neighborhood. Ooh, make it a, make come it a comeback. comeback. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so uh, <clears throat> we're just talking about oh Dennis footage. He sucks. No, I love him. I miss him terribly. He I, moved to Roswell, New Mexico. For all you people that know Dennis, <laughs> yeah. did he move again? I thought they moved again. No, they were going to, but they didn't. Oh, okay. I told my wife very like with a lot of authority that I that sent him a Christmas present, and I heard back, and he got it from me. Mm. I bought him that whole that big ass Universal Monster on Blu-ray set. Oh yeah, that's great. Because like it went down in price. Yeah, drastically. We it was a hundred dollars, and I got it for twenty. Yep. And sounds like him and Rhonda, his wife, will love this because yeah, they love definitely. monster movies. And he, he, on Christmas Eve, he texts me. He was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome! Thank you." Blah blah blah. I have to get, I have to get his address from you. I want to send him okay. a, just a surprise. Uh, I got to get an empty box so I can send him uh, all this Halloween and Christmas candy we have accumulated. <laughs> That's just Christmas. We have bags of Halloween oh in the back room. Yeah. That's insane. That's what, what every Halloween and Christmas. I would always just give him my extra candy because uh, he lives off candy and coke. He does, and he and he looks like he's so thin. It drives me crazy. He's probably like what 170 pounds. He's tiny. <laughs> That's I think he's like 150 maybe. He is a tiny little man, which is crazy. He's older than me, and when we we used to live together, and I would always. I always felt like Dennis was my little brother, even though he's like two years older than me. But I was just always so much massively bigger than him. I was like, I got to protect him. 
He's not like a sprite or anything. No. He's, he's an average size man. Yeah. He's like, what, 5'9", five, 5'10"? Five, yeah, he's just... Well, yeah, I call him small. Like, I'm gigantic. I'm the one who's the size of Jabba the Hutt. It's not his fault that he looks like salacious scrum. I'm 6'3", and like almost 300 pounds. I'm 6'3", and as of this morning... Uh, you don't have to disclose this information if you're not comfortable. Oh, I'm comfortable. Okay, go for it. Uh, 334 pounds. Get it, girl. I'm bringing it down. At my most... <laughs> I don't know why I was like, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At my most Jabba-esque, I was uh, 409 pounds. <clears throat> and uh, I lost... I got down to like 397 and then, then I got serious, and I got down to 324. Mm. So I'm like, I'm about 10 pounds away from my lowest at this point. So I'm nice. working on it. Walked five miles this morning. Sweet. Came home and ate pancakes covered in syrup. Fuck yeah. Because I earned that. You did. <laughs> it totally uh, negates the five miles. <laughs> <laughs> I was just chugging hey, the syrup. You just got to do you, man. Nah, it's all good. I don't eat pancakes every day. I drink smoothies every morning. I stress eat, so that's why I'm, I have balloons back up. I don't stress eat. Well, I bored to eat. If I'm bored and there's anything for me to eat in that house, mm-hmm. I'll do it. So I don't really like if on my work from home days. Like I don't like to have snacks because if I have them, I'll just sit with my laptop like in my lap. It's just kind of like a very, hose of do- like from a two liter Dr Pepper right into your ass. I don't drink any soda. Um, <laughs> That's where I draw the line. I don't. I absolutely will not. But. uh if there's anything in the house I can snack on while I'm working, mm-hmm. I'm just like checking emails and just shoving food into my well, mouth. If you need Cheez Its, we have about 800 boxes. I don't. I'll eat them all. I used to keep those. <clears throat> I used to keep those Cheez It. Uh, like what are the chip ones? Cheez It grooves. Mm-hmm. I used to keep those at my desk at work. There was <laughs> keep always a, those in my pocket <laughs> at all. <times. laughs> there was always a box at my desk because I was bringing in a box like every day because I was like, I'll have these for a snack today, and I'll just eat the whole thing. It was. That was before I lost the 70 whatever pounds. So, trying to lose it again. We have a friend named Matt who's lost a bunch of weight. and he looks. Oh, yeah. He was in the, I think he was in the fives. Man, he looks and fantastic. And he's lost like 100 and almost 150 pounds. He looks like he looks a completely great. different human being. He does. Yeah. I want to feel that good. I just want to. <laughs> like, Hmm? I, I blacked out, dude. Whoa, I had you, yeah, what happened? Did you see my pupils get bigger? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> the alien that's controlling your body, like, his controller died for a second. Holy shit, I don't know. What were we talking about, Matt? Yeah, I was just yeah, trying to lose weight. He looks weight. good. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, he does look good. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm um, lose all this weight, but I uh, probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> I lost, like... Almost, almost two hundred. I got down to like one eighty, and God, I was you were I was so, three plus back in the day. You were so thin <clears> when <throat> we first started hanging out. Yeah, you. I mean, you look fine right now, honestly. Like, well, thank you. I, you, you, you're a lot I'm smaller than it me. Off to the side. <laughs> yeah, you're a lot smaller than me. But you know, you were, uh, you were dressed up for something <laughs> like his. That thing he had at school or something. Oh, my and son's Christmas program. Yeah, your shirt was like tucked in and stuff, and I was just like, "That looks nice." Hmm. Because I had my my snowman tie on. I was like, "Hello, sailor." <laughs> um, Hello, Satan. <laughs> what did we say about Satan earlier? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, um. But yeah, cassette tapes, huh? Yeah. What's next to come back? The eight track? No. <laughs> I mean, I jokingly would say cassettes would come back, but. Why aren't those, uh, since the big vinyl comeback, why didn't 
those little those kids books that come with the record that tell the story with uh, you. Why didn't those come back? I guess should, you could just do it on an MP3, but we should write some. Yeah, I found my old uh, Ghostbuster ones that come with a cassette tape that will read the story to you, I so your parents those. don't have to fool with you. Yes, yeah, I found all those tapes at my. I have a house. similar. I have a similar toy. I have an Elmo doll that is plugged up <clears> to <throat> my phone, and I just. It says it knows my son's name and it plays games with oh, him. Oh, you program it and stuff. Yeah. You've seen the new Teddy Ruskin? I can't see. I saw name. it was back. I didn't it's look back. at it. Is it? Is it, it goes like through a, like your phone, yeah, Bluetooth, and Bluetooth, shit. Yeah. The old one, you know, you put cassettes and like I had him, <clears throat> but I always put like Aussie cassettes in him and stuff, so he'd like sing Mr. Crowley to me. Yes. Uh, I watched a film called Brigsby Bear. That's with um, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill and that dude from Saturday Night Live, right? Yes. Kyle something or Kyle other. Mooney. Yeah. I think he wrote it, too. Mm. Um, I was like, this looks weird. So I checked it out. It's amazing. I heard it was good. It's really it's really great because like the whole thing is like he wants to... Basically, basically Mark Hamill kidnapped him and like raised him as his own son in this weird underground bunker. He's a psycho. But he created this TV show for him called Brigsby Bear. Excuse and me. it's this giant Teddy Rugspin looking bear costume. Old <laughs> burps. So like, I'm trying to uh, hit the mute button. When I, I know, but it's like. But you can hear it on it's, Caleb's mic. I know, but it's how subtle you were being about it. It was so funny. Um, anyway, so he created the show Brigsby Bear mm-hmm. for his son. It teaches him life lessons and shit. Yeah. And it's just Mark Hamill playing the bear. So, obviously, he spent like 25 years in this bunker, so when he gets out, he can't really adjust to real life, and his real family gets him, and his dad takes him to see a movie, and he just flips out, and he says, can anyone do this? And his dad was like, yeah, I guess so. So then he's going to write his own movie, like a Brigsby Bear movie, and he meets these young kids, these teenagers, and they're all like, he has all these Brigsby VHS cassettes, and... He shows it, and they all love it, you know, because it's just kind of weird. They're hipsters, you know. But they really like him, even though he's insane. And they're like, we want to help you make this movie. And it just kind of becomes a movie about... It kind of becomes a movie about a guy making a movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So, and it's just... I don't know. It's really nice. Like, it's a it's like a really uh, feel-good movie, I think mm-hmm. is what they call those. Well, is, is Mark Hamill caught and goes yes. to jail? <laughs> Yes, um, he is, but spoilers, uh, his son goes to visit him in prison. Yeah. Quotations. Yeah. Goes to visit him in prison and brings him the script and a tape recorder and records Mark Hamill's voice for Brigsby Hmm. because he said the voice just isn't right. So still is the voice of this character. It's just so strange. (laughs) Okay. But it's uh, it's really good. Greg Kinnear's in it, and he's amazing. God, he's so funny. Um, I just was really shocked at how good it was. Like, I just I saw the trailer, and I like kind of weird indie movies like that anyway. And I was like, this looks weird. And it was just really warm and like funny and kind of uplifting and kind of like pro creativity, which I like, you know. And it was I don't know. It's a good movie. Brigsby Bear. Do they not dress address the kidnapping? And oh shit? yeah, constantly. <laughs> um, but like he doesn't care about any of that. Like his original script for the movie was that uh, Brigsby flies to space prison to break out his fake dad because what he really did wasn't that bad anyway. 
Like he just has a hard time. Like adjusting. I'm more concerned about the the, the crime. Yeah, no, he gets it's caught. Like, did he putting... do stuff to him? <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay, good. Uh, but I don't want great... to hate Mark Hamill. No, no, there's a great scene where Greg Kinnear is trying to be like he says. Did they ever touch you? Greg Kinnear's his real dad, I assume. No, Greg Kinnear's the cop, ah. the detective who's in charge of the case. And he asks him, he says, they ever touch you? And <clears> Kyle <throat> Mooney says, yes. And Greg Kinnear's like, can you show me how? And he's like, every night they would touch me like this. And he stood up and he like shook his hand. And he was just like, good night. <laughs> and he was like, that's it? <laughs> said, yeah, what? You know, it was just, he'd never had Coke before. They gave him like a Coca-Cola. And he was just like, he sipped it and he was just like, you know, like his brain came alive for the first time. So why did Mark Hamill kidnap him? He's nuts. Like he's just, he was this like brilliant, uh, um, like nuclear physicist. He and his wife both. And he thought that like, I guess a nuclear holocaust was going to happen. And so this they, sounds like Kimmy Schmidt a little bit. A little bit. Except that guy, except the the pastor and Kimmy Schmidt, like he knew that the world was fine, but, uh, and I guess, I guess Mark Hamill did that. They were nuts, dude. Mm. And so they, you, you just got to see it, but they, they just kidnapped him cause they wanted a child, I guess. And they just raised him in this bunker and mm. they taught him all these like, you know, physics theorems and stuff. It was really bizarre. Uh, but it's a, it's a feel good movie for sure. Mm. I highly recommend Brigsby bear. Cool. One of the great, great films I saw last year. Mm-hmm. I saw a film, but I don't want to discuss it because I'll hurt your feelings. Oh, no. No, go for it. <laughs> I saw Logan. Oh, yes. And I w- was not impressed. Really? <laughs> really. Oh, man. The action shit was cool. Patrick Stewart kills it, but I yeah. had a hard time giving a shit. Really? The whole time. Gosh, I, I like, love okay. that movie. Maybe because... I. I've seen all the X-Men movies, and I'm a huge X-Men fan. But you hate the X-Men but movies. But I hate the movies, so I yeah. have no connection there. So that's probably what it was. Maybe, but, the but whole this time, one like, really stands alone. The whole time, like, the girl was good. The little girl was great. Yeah. Patrick Stewart, like I said, killed it. Like, he should win an award. Yeah, he's amazing. But the whole time, I was just like, I don't care about this. Wow. I don't care that he's dying. I don't care. It's just I just never had a connection with... So interesting. This. I loved it so much. It was just like a, it's like a futuristic. So western. everyone did, and people like I, I've listened to podcasts where like even if you hate the X Men movies, you will love this. Well, they because, haven't met Doug Bell. Well, I know. <laughs> I guess I'm one in a million. But Gosh, yeah. man, I I loved it so much. Like just, uh, man, it's just the the gore and the action is just like. Oh, the Killer, action was dude. phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, man. I like seeing him stab people in the face and, and then, shit. like claws come out of yeah. their head. And I loved the idea that like Professor X would have like a disease, like dementia, that would like cause him to have strokes that would kill everyone around yeah. him. Like I that thought was that was pretty idea. neat. And I like that um, they hinted that he killed the X Men yes. by doing that and yeah. all that shit. Well, I'm, when they said they were going to make an old man Logan movie, I was just like, how are they going to do They're this? Not, because they, there's no way they could do it after the comic because that comment is like. Big Trouble in Little China, yes, esque batshit insane. And they don't have you know Fox didn't own any of the other characters, so I was really mm-hmm. I was like, how yeah, are they going to heavily? Um, yeah, uh, Red Skull's like the main villain, and uh, is it Red Skull or yeah, it is. Yeah, and I was like, wasn't it Doctor Doom? But no, he he was wearing Doctor Doom's helmet or something. Yeah, like and he was one. wearing Captain America's suit at one point too. Yeah. And then like the Hulk like and, got um, it on with She Hulk, and they had all these retarded like 
trailer trash Hulk babies Mm -hmm. but Logan steals that one at the end and uh, that was a cool book I like that but uh, so I was like how are they going to make this movie but uh, you know James Mangold like did his own thing where uh, man I like that movie it is um that doesn't hurt Stephen I didn't Merchant, make... Merchant as Caliban oh god he was great dude I liked watching old Wolverine fight that young that um, clone yeah I thought that was pretty neat um I gotta tell you uh and this is the kind of stuff I'm trying to, to let go of but um I l- sat through that movie and I just was having a blast the whole time mm-hmm. and then at the end the little girl remembers word for word like five minutes of dialogue from that western that she saw with Patrick Stewart once mm-hmm. and I was just like how did she remember all of that like it just really bugged me because after it's probably the first dies. actual movie she sat and watched yeah that's probably true and I did like when she took the cross and like made it an X, an X. I thought yeah, that was, that was cute. cool yeah well it sounds like you liked a lot about this movie Doug. no I didn't <laughs> You're like, the action was cool. Patrick Stewart was amazing. Uh, no, I mean, like, but that's, that's all throwaway stuff. Just like the main movie. I was just all like. <laughs> it's an action movie. Oh, what about the scene where he's like crawling through the hotel and he's like having to like. And he kills those guys and gives. Yeah, it went on a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't say it sucked. It was just, I was underwhelmed. Oh, man. Well, that's okay. That, uh, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. I didn't make the movie. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I know how much you like that movie. Oh, I every did. waking moment, you're like, Logan, see Logan? Have you seen Logan? It's Logan. Logan. Did I do that? No, I'm just oh. fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I probably told you it was awesome, but I don't know. I, Gosh, I don't know. You're like, my th- favorite Star Wars movie is Empire, then Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I like Logan more than Empire. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... That's the thing. Like, if I go see a movie in theater, it is a movie that I was like excited to go see. So I don't, I don't tend to see movies in the theater that I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, it's I don't see stuff. I'm like, I don't really think that's for me, and then I'll see it later. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I loved it, or it's stuff I wanted to see, but it like wasn't important enough for me to like get a babysitter and go out, you know. Yeah. Um, and now that we're, you know, my wife's getting a new car, so we won't, you know, we're gonna see probably four movies this year, but. Uh, uh, I am seeing Black Panther. That looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I am seeing Avengers. That looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'll see Han Solo. That looks like we have no idea because yeah. there's no. What was it? I think it was Donald Glover that came out and said that not a lot changed when Ron Howard took over. Good. I they I probably think... just dropped the uh, uh, most of the uh, comedic shit. Well, I get the script is probably funny because they hired funny people to be in it and funny people to make it. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think the problem was they were letting the actors ad lib too much, and Lawrence Kasdan uh-huh. was like, "I don't like this," and Lucasfilm was like, "Well, we're going to side with Lawrence Kasdan, yeah, who you know wrote Empire, yeah, who created the Han Solo that you all know and love." So, um, yeah, we're just going to stick with him. Uh, like Rogue One, I'm not excited, but I will go see it. I can't say, it. but Rogue One blew me away. I love yeah. Rogue One. Well, <clears throat> I mean. I'm interested. I'm just interested to go. Like I'm excited to see this, and I, I can't give you any sense of it because I haven't seen any footage. Mm-hmm. But I like Ron Howard. Uh, mm-hmm. I love Lawrence Kasdan. I love uh, Donald Glover, and I want to see you know young Han, young Lando, young Chewie, 
Can't wait to see Chewie when he's young. Um, <laughs> we did. We saw it in episode three. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sucked. Um, well, I'm surprised you even admitted that that I was real. It, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I just read this article that was like, um, Solo might be the first Star Wars movie that's not like destroys the box office and I'm just like do all of them have to like you don't have to that was not their intent no and I was just like why can't and why are you even talking about this right now we haven't seen a trailer you don't know if we'll be excited or not and it's a Disney Star Wars movie like a lot of people are gonna go it's just gonna happen mm-hmm. like it's gonna make a lot of money it's gonna make more than I don't it's like they're and it's a summer movie it's I don't know people are stupid uh yeah, but like those are like the big three I'll see, and then I don't know. I'll I'll end up seeing some movies. When Solo come out summer May. Oh, because we talked about this. I think it's the twenty fourth. Mm. And you were like, "Why? That's did, right. We why is it not May the fourth? We talked yeah. about this. I was like, "Why did not May the fourth? Yeah, it should. But I think Avengers comes out May the fifth. So I didn't think oh, they wanted to why. compete with themselves. Although if I was Disney, I'd be like, you know what? We can move Avengers back. People are going to come. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, Avengers looks like a that looks like a blast and a half, man. A hoot and a holler. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Ten years in the making. You remember when you saw Iron Man? Yeah. You saw it first, and I said, "Did that come out first? Yeah, that came yeah. out before Dark Knight, right? Because they came out the same year. Mm, yeah. Iron Man was May, and Dark Knight was July. July or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, 2008. Mm. And you saw it. And we'd seen the footage, we'd seen the trailers. Of and, Iron Man? Yeah, and I was like, I remember when I saw the photo of him, it was just him in the tuxedo, and he was like leaning on the bar, and I was like, God, he looks like Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And then you saw it before I did, and uh, we were all hanging out, you were like, have you seen Iron Man? I said, no. I said, was it good? And you were like, it's the best comic book movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, Still one of my favorites. I love oh, the first Iron Man. It's amazing. And so we all went, you went again, we all went like as a group, and it was just, just couldn't believe how good mm-hmm. it was. And that was almost, that was 10 that years was 10 ago. 10 years ago. Now they've made like 20 movies. Mm-hmm. 22, I think, by the time Avengers comes out. <laughs> you like all these people, come, all these filmmakers coming out saying that superhero movies are killing uh, film. They said that about the Western, too. Why? I'm like, it's, I it's popular it's what's in vogue it's what people's gonna fucking come and see and make and eventually people will lose eventually die out yeah how is it killing the and it's oversaturated like every popular Mm -hmm. type of movie ever yes uh people said the same thing about westerns and like film noirs like those are trashy movies but like there are really good ones and then there are like really bad ones because everyone wants a piece of that action so i don't know yeah I, i don't pay a lot of attention to stuff like that uh, those giant movies are the reason that, that studios make money to fund your small movies. Mm-hmm. So, say thank you, Captain America, for making a billion dollars. So that if you I can, have a problem with it, just don't go see it. Yeah, if you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Don't go <laughs> see that film. Um, and these are people I feel like they probably aren't even watching them, so I don't know why they're. Yeah, I think it was uh, Jodie Foster and Jodie Foster. Else? I like Jodie Foster, but come on, like, did she make the brave one? Yeah, was that her? Oh, that was a great movie. She was in it. I don't know if she made it, but I want to. She directed it, didn't Did she? she really? I don't I'm know. One hundred percent. I got a phone. Yeah, right here. Look it up. See what Jodie Foster directed. That was a great directed. movie. She's a great actress, and she's uh, she's made some interesting stuff. But you know, I I don't like when one artist like poo poos another artist's like yeah, work. I think that's like, dumb. 
and also we live in a world where like um filmmakers are no tr- she didn't direct it Neil okay. Jordan filmmakers are trying to make big studio movies more artistic like they're trying to work within the studio system to bring you really interesting big budget movies mm-hmm. uh, Kong Skull Island is beautiful it is that is a beautiful movie and it's just about a gigantic gorilla Monkey. yeah um War for the Planet of the Apes is probably the most emotional movie I saw all year last year. I want to see that. Oh, it's be- I got it. I'll let you borrow it. Cool. Um, <clears throat> it's beautiful, dude. It's as emotional. It's more emotional even than the second one was. It's just, and I'm like, I was so moved by a movie about CG apes that got made smarter by science. Now, before you go any further, is it better than Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes? Oh, buddy. Look, I know that I have a history of talking up an ape movie and then being so wrong. No, this one's great. Oh, man, the best part is back in the day, Caleb was all like, have you seen Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes? I hadn't seen it in years. Because I haven't seen it in years, but when I saw it when I was eight, I remember it being awesome as shit and we should watch it. I was like, no, I haven't seen it. Well, I got it. I'm going to bring it. And we watched it. <laughs> the disgust on my face. I was so embarrassed. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why did you say this is a great movie? This is a pile of shit. And I went back to my dad and I said, hey, I showed him that Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. It was terrible. And my dad said, yeah. And I said, well, we saw it. It was great. And my dad was like, no, nah, it was awful. You loved it. I didn't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> I thought my dad and I loved that movie together, and he just was a, you know, he was just, you know, making me feel better. Uh, Tim Burton ruins family moments. Oh, man. Well, that was a nice family moment. Tim Mm -hmm. Burton brought me and my dad together. But then took it away. Oh, God, that movie's so awful. It's terrible. Um, Yeah, that guy, that guy who made those last two ape movies, he's making the next Batman movie. And Um, all signs are pointing. Uh, Matt. Matt Vaughn? No, not Matt Vaughn. No, not Matt Vaughn. It's Matt Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. He's doing the next Batman movie. Now, he's made two really great, like, emotionally driven action movies. Studio interference with this next Batman movie. I I have no hope for it. I hope not. I always have hope, Doug. Um, Hopes are what Rebellion (laughs) built on. Yes, they are. Uh, Felicity, whatever her name is, taught me that. Felicity Jones? Is that that her name? I wanted to say that, but then I thought it was wrong. Uh, yeah, let's say Jones. Let's say it. Yeah, let's just do that it. That sounds like a black exploitation character. It does. I'm Felicity Jones. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm excited about it. They just hired some new guy to be head of the DC films. Good. And he made, he executive produced. The, <laughs> he made Superman three. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Um, no, he, he oversaw the conjuring movies, like all the spinoffs of the conjuring I finally movies. saw the second one. It's all right. It's not it's, nowhere near as good as no, the first one, but it's, it's still like a really well made movie. It's still a really well made <laughs> movie. movie. I saw once. Uh, I had, there's some parts I really liked about it. I really liked how British it was. Like they were Super just like, British, yeah. Oh my gosh. They were just like, I can't the cover of the newspaper. I can't remember what it said, but it said something so British. It was like spooky happenings or something like that. It just <laughs> cracked me up, dude. Um, but anyway, this guy executive produced all that. He executive produced it. 
uh, mostly all horror movies. Mm. But uh, there's all these people that came out and they're super pumped because they're like, this guy loves movies and he loves them to be good. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. And this guy, he threw out Ben Affleck's script. I don't think they're working from that at all. From all I understand, Ben Affleck might not even be coming back. So the rumors that they're trying to get Jake Gyllenhaal to be Batman. That's I think that's the wrong way to go too. Even though he's an amazing actor, I can't. I don't see him being Batman. I don't either. I think you need he's to, too small. Yeah, he got big for um, he got jacked. For yeah, but movie Batman's he, a tall, yeah, b- big. You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Burly, opposing. Yeah, um, uh, burly, burly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See all that massive chest hair under his. Can we get uh, Paul Rudd, Batman? No, he's Ant Man. Yeah, well, you can play both sides. Batman. Batman. Um, and then you get John Hamm. Oh man, he'd be great. But I think the thing they're going for is younger. I think they want a younger Batman. Which oh, James Franco. <laughs> hey, stop that crime! I thought that was coming from something else. I didn't even. Oh, it was louder in my headphones. I was like, "Are you playing a clip?" Oh man, um, I don't know whoever they get. I hope it's I hope it's good. Um, I, and if he's if he's Casey writing it, Affleck. maybe he's too small. <laughs> he can play like Mr. Zaz or something. Oh, he'd be a good Mr. Zaz. <clears throat> um, whatever they do, I hope it's something new, and I hope <clears throat> it's I hope it's as emotionally driven as those those eight movies are because. There's plenty of like really good emotional stuff you can get out of Batman, and I really hope I don't ever see his parents die again. I, I know, need a, right? I need a, I need a Spider-Man, Uncle Ben. They they didn't mention Uncle Ben in Homecoming. They because they're like you know. Yeah, they they barely mention it in Civil War. He says after what happened happened. Mm-hmm. That's all he said. Um, and I like that. I like that idea. So I we get it. I was. Among the many things I didn't like about Batman v Superman, it literally opened with a slow mo, a Zack Snyder slow motion Wayne death. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Come on, like, can we it, not?" Maggie from The Walking Dead got shot in the face, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Negan from The Walking Dead also got shot. Um, like it was like they, you saw the gun underneath her necklace, and yeah. like it was caught up in the gun, and you know that that barrel was pointing right in her face. <laughs> Yeah, so I I have hope. Um, again, James Wan doing Aquaman. That dude. Makes, I heard he had a lot of problems with the studio, giving him like. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, or did they scrap the Flash since they've had, since they've had like nine directors? Oh my God. Quit on them. Uh, the Flash, like everything, everything like Aquaman was already in production. Wonder Woman two is a go. Like they're not gonna. That's a that's a cash cow. So they're going for that. Um, but everything else is like on a firm halt because mm. they just they've been things have been sloppy over there. So I don't know. We'll see, man. I, I remain hopeful. I think Aquaman is the last movie that Snyder was attached to as a producer. Mm. But so James is he Wong, gone? Like yeah, I think he's done. Uh, Did he retire? No. I think he's done over there, though. Um, well, Warner Brothers will bring him back. I know, he, I mean, because of what happened in his, oh, his family. Daughter. I know he took a he's taken He a took hiatus. a leave of absence. Um, and who knows? I'm sure he'll come back. And Warner Brothers will bring him back because he, he makes big money for them. Because people love his stuff. <clears throat> I like his, I like some of his earlier stuff. I just, 
you know, I, if I'm going to see a Zack Snyder movie, I just understand, like, this is going to be very visually pleasing, but there's going to be no story yeah. whatsoever. Um, so I just kind of go into it with that mindset. But, um, yeah, I I think this is the last one. And James Wan has come out a lot. Of, a lot. Um, when Batman v Superman came out, he said, "That's not our movie is going to be fun. He said our movie is a swashbuckling adventure. So mm. I was like, that sounds cool. And then apparently in Justice League, I didn't see it, but apparently the the way the Atlanteans talk is they make bubbles or they something. Make, they make bubbles <clears throat> they can go in and then they can like talk to each other. And when that movie came out, James Wan was like, we don't do any bubbles in Aquaman. It's like, oh. that is not how we so communicate. So basically he's making an updated version of Cutthroat Island. Oh, <laughs> Matthew Modine, uh, nice little cameo. I, I dig it. Um, so I don't know uh, until there's footage. You know, I can't tell, but I know. That I think this is the last movie from that original slate of movies. Mm. So I think everything going forward will be under the new guy, and we'll see. I mean, I, I'm always hopeful. I want them to be good. Like I don't want them Are to they suck. Still making that. Um Joker solo movie that Scorsese's producing? I have no idea. <clears throat> I hope not. <laughs> I was, like, because they flat out said if they do make it, it's not going to be... It's not going to be connected. It, it's not canon. It's not connected. It's going to be like an art, artsy type film. And it's just like, it's a Joker origin story. And I'm like, you don't understand what people want. Like, we don't need a Joker origin story. What I would like to see is, um, you've probably never seen this movie, but it's called uh, Man by Dog. It's a Belgian horror movie. No, I've never seen it. It's from this. the early 90s. And um, basically this serial killer, um, he's on the loose and he's been doing this for a while. And this camera crew finds him from the news team and they're, they're like, we're going to do a documentary on you. And they talk him into letting them follow him and they follow him on his kills. So it's weird. It's a really messed up movie. Yeah, I own it if you want to borrow it sometime. Um, <clears throat> sounds fucked up. I would like to see if uh, something like that, but with the Joker. Okay, I would watch that. Here's the thing: unless it just looks like crap, I'll watch it anyway. Um, yeah. I'll eventually watch Justice League when I can get it out of the red box. Like, I got two yeah, books. I'll, when it comes on HBO, HBO. You know I what? HBO does get all the Warner Brothers stuff, mm-hmm. so that's probably when I'll see it too. But I'll, I'll watch anything. I don't care, and I'll and I'll I'll. I'll pick stuff out of it that I do like, but um, I I would just like to go have fun. Like that's all I want to do. Yeah. And even I mean, Jared Leto's Joker was not fun. Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't like ICP uh, Joker. I didn't like that either. Like, why is he hanging out in a nightclub and he's wearing like all these <clears> gold <throat> chains and he drives a Lamborghini and I'm just like, I know he's a fictional character. I understand that, but the, such the drastic change. Yeah, and I'm just know? like, I don't like, I don't. He never really, never really seemed like a character that was worried about like his image or his social status. Yeah, like he just seemed like chaos incarnate. Yeah, and I don't know. I I just didn't like that take on it. And I understand I'm, I understand I'm doing a Luke Skywalker thing, but I just didn't. I didn't care for it. So not for me. Yeah. Hashtag not my Joker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Suicide Squad was crap. <laughs> Let's get that hashtag going two years later. <laughs> yeah. We'll show them. You guys see that Suicide Squad film? Um, that guy directed that Bright movie on Netflix also, which I heard was... Uh, is, uh, what's his name? He Will did Smith that, and, oh, David that? Ayer. 
He did End of Watch and he did Fury. Fury, that's what I, I liked. End of Watch. I didn't see I Fury. Haven't seen it. What's I End liked of Watch? End of Watch was with Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena. I'm kind of a sucker for Michael Pena. I like him oh the cop movie. Yeah, no, and it was filmed with like the body cams and the car. It was filmed with all these different. It was just kind of an interesting way to make a movie. Yeah, um, it's more gimmick really, but it uh, it worked out. I liked it. But um, did you see Fury? I heard Fury was good. I heard Fury was good. I didn't see it. Hmm. Um, but I heard it was good. Uh, I did see Suicide Squad. Yeah, it was not good. And, but again, I mean, I heard the studio really interfered with that one too. <clears throat> That's the whole the problem with all the DC movies is the, in the studio. The story I heard was that after that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody trailer came out, the movie that didn't really reflect the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the studio was like, "That's why they did the reshoots because people loved that trailer because it was kind of like a Guardians trailer." So they were like, we need more of that in the actual movie. Even the original movie before they added all these, I'm sure it would suck. Yeah, I'm the sure it's just not good. I'm sure it wasn't any good. But <coughs> so this is what this is the story I heard, and I, I don't know how true it is. But so they hired the company who cut that trailer to edit a version of the movie, <laughs> and they had David Ayer's version and this trailer edited version with like the new footage, and then I heard that they just did a third cut where they just blended those together and yeah so from what I understand it's just really pasted together yikes is there is there a director's cut no there's an extended cut but uh, that's the other thing it doesn't matter I mean it doesn't fucking matter so sick of these extended cut babies like they're just like there is already this rumor that there's a three-hour version, Zack Snyder's three-hour version of Justice League. This rumor came out the day the movie came out. Yeah. Because the movie was only an hour and 59 minutes, which, by the way, please make all of them that long. I'm tired of two-and-a-half-hour comic book movies. Yeah. Like, Infinity War will probably be long. It's but, two movies, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so it should be, man. I like that. There's a lot in that story, if they go with the actual comic book story. I'm... <laughs> I, I'm or sure they will go with... of it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll go with elements of it. Yeah. Um... But, uh, so, there's, I, I need them to be a little shorter, but the idea that, like, this longer version exists, and it's gonna make it better, like, it's so bizarre to me, Most because... it just makes it worse. Yeah, the longer version of Watchmen is... There's a reason is, why all that shit was cut out. Yeah, the longer version of Watchmen is not a better movie. It's cool to see those things, mm-hmm. but it's not a better movie, because they're in Did there. Did you ever watch that Ultimate version? Yeah, with I got the, it. the Black Adder? yeah. It's cool. Cut in. It's cool. But, you know, it's not a better movie because it's in there. Yeah. Like, I like seeing it, um, but it's not... Uh, it's like the Lord of the Rings movies. Like, it's really cool that there's like an hour more of this and like that he got to put that out and you get to see his uncut vision of that movie. I'm not a fan of those movies. I like them. I, okay, that's not really true. I like the first one a lot. Uh, but the all sec- three of those, the, the second one's with a the extended fest. cut. Yeah, is like what thirteen hours? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's long, and they're not better because they're longer. I, I do enjoy the idea that you get to see like this was his vision, and he had to cut it down obviously because it was way too long. Yeah, but you get to see it all thrown up there, and I think that's neat. But they're worse movies, <laughs> like they are worse because of it, and uh, so. Anyway, the the idea that like the 
the they said the same thing about Batman v Superman. They're like, oh, this one's thirty minutes longer. It's rated R. And who, who cares? The yeah. movie is garbage. I was like, there's no way thirty <clears throat> minutes more of this made it better. Like what I needed was thirty minutes is it less just more, of it. Thirty more minutes of Jesse Eisenberg dancing or something. Oh my god, he was terrible. Um, Lex Luthor ever. Yeah, so I don't know. The the myth of the extended cut is frustrating to me. I wish people would let that go. Like the movie that uh Ryan Johnson, same thing. He said his original cut of The Last Jedi was three hours long. Hmm. And people were like, We hope that's on the Blu ray and he's like, You'll never see that. Yeah, you never you never get you will any not, ver- different versions of Star Wars. Films. You will not see that he said because the first cut of every movie is awful. He said that just is a fact. Um, I remember he talked about Looper. He said there's 12 <coughs> extra minutes of Looper in the Chinese version because they got to shoot in China for like free or some crazy discounted so they just rate. Took advantage of it. Yeah, because the reason the character was learning French in the movie is because they were going to shoot in France, and then uh, it was so expensive, and China was like, "Hey, you can shoot it over here for nothing." So they had the character go to China, and so that's why they have all that amazing production value in China. Uh, on the budget that that movie had, which was pretty small for a movie like that. And um, because it was free. So in the Chinese version of the movie they released in China, they there's like 12 more minutes of Joseph Gordon-Levitt in China. And people were like, can we get that? And he's like, it's not, it does not make it a better movie. We just did that for them because they let us film it there for mm-hmm. practically nothing. But he's like, the movie that's out is my vision for the movie. But people just, they think more movie makes it better. I can't think of a single I can't think of a single time that that's been true. Um if we ever get the original cut of Ghostbusters 2 which they cut a ton like there are side storylines and like like better jokes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. The original script for that movie is completely different. Interesting. And uh, uh they said I don't think that that version's ever going to be released. Mm, it's like uh, it's like Judd Apatow movies like you know every single one of them is already like two hours long and then he's like here's the extended you two and a not, half hour you version don't even, you don't need a two hour comedy never never um, so it's like okay put that stuff on the so they do they put out the movie always comes with both mm-hmm. he's like hey here's this longer version that we had to cut down but I can't think of one of them that is better than the movie that was in the theater. Uh, they don't; they're not better movies. There's just there's just more footage there for you to get to see, and it's like a nice treat. But it's I I can I can't think of one extended movie that's better than the original movie. And so I, I don't know. Um, I know there probably is one. There might be. I can't think of one. I want to say that I used to uh, say one was better than the. I don't remember. Well, yeah. Probably Transformers 2. Yeah. Revenge <laughs> of the Fallen. The three-hour cut. More <laughs> Fallen. More robots you can't distinguish. They're in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's that's, been, uh, that's been Big Trouble Little China. <laughs> uh, as always... You can email us at carpenterrants gmail.com. You carpenterrantspod at gmail.com. Uh, we are at the carpenterrants on uh, Twitter. 
We have a Facebook page. I think it's Carpenter Rants Pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will not interact with us, but yeah, at all. There's a guy on Twitter who retweets uh, every time we post a new episode, and it's a guy that I don't know in real life. Cool. Um, he's a fan. You know what? His Twitter handle—I don't know if it's a real name—but his Twitter handle, I think, is Isaac Thorne, or maybe that's his real name, and I don't know his Twitter handle. Anyway, well, he retweets. Thank you for retweeting. Yeah, thanks, sir. Isaac. You retweet every week, and it's I'm, probably one of the. Then we get only like five downloads for the last episode. Yeah, he's got to be one of the. I know. No one cares shit about Starman. I guess. Ooh, gosh, he—that's the, the reason he's waiting in the sky. He'd like to come <laughs> and meet us, but we don't want to meet him. <laughs> we'll send this Isaac. What was his name? Isaac Thorne. I will send him the uh, never released Black Christmas commentary. Oh, I will. <laughs> Don't. It's terrible. Oh, it's like a punishment. It really is. Uh, there's a reason hey, why it's for not listening. released. <laughs> thanks for listening. Here's garbage. Yeah. Uh, we should send that to someone who doesn't listen. Well, then they wouldn't listen to it. So <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That makes all the sense. Send it to like Tad Romney or one of those Romney kids. Whoa, what is that? Oh, is that like Christmas cookies? Oh, sweet. Whoa. Thank you. Nice. passing out cookies. Passing right. out cookies. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, thanks, buddy. You're so nice. Uh, anyway. That is Big Trouble Little China. I gotta go buy a new car, so I gotta mm. much like Ludacris, I gotta roll out. Uh 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 Move bitch. Uh uh um um uh, 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 uh. I may just cook on mic for a little bit though. I love these cookies. It's like those uh blue tin Danish butter cookies. cookies Danish uh-huh. Oh they're good. Um uh, you can get them year round, but I only buy them on Christmas because no. I'll eat the whole tin. At least bought me one of those big ones from Sam's. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm doing my hands in the motion of a big about can. A, about a foot tall there. It's about a foot tall can, and there's like maybe like four layers. Three days. Just Damn. wrecked them. Yeah. Um, Damn, killed them. Yeah. So <laughs> now she buys me tiny ones because uh, it's like Twizzlers. So if I go to buy Twizzlers, I'll just grab like a tiny bag. And at least it's like. You're going to pay $2 for that? The big one's $3. And I said, whichever bag we're getting is going to be gone tonight. Yep. So we could get the pound bag. But That's like spicy nacho Doritos for me. Ooh, man. You get a family bag? That shit's yeah. uh, down in five <laughs> I'm minutes. I'm a family of one, thank you. <laughs> I'm a family man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Hey, thanks for listening to Carpenter Rants. Thank you. Uh, As always, I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. Keep on ranting. Fart.